0: How a Comfortable Hobbit Became a Host of a Party of Dwarves and a Burglar of a Dragon. Today we explore Chapter 1 of J.R.R. Tolkien's classic story, The Hobbit, or There and Back Again. Let's wander. Welcome. In the Lore of the Rings podcast, we wander the world of J.R.R. Tolkien by exploring the foundational epic stories from the deep past of an alert. If you enjoyed Tolkien's books, or maybe Peter Jackson's movies, Or perhaps you're excited for Amazon Studios' new series, The Rings of Power, and you want to dive deeper into the rich world of Middle-earth? Then listen and subscribe. bye Banyan, fellow wanderers! Let's check the map. Inspired by the beautiful maps that accompany Tolkien's works, these map checks are intended to help us remember where we are in the story. Last episode, we wandered the origins of Tolkien's first published work of fiction, The Hobbit, and I hope you figured out, on your own, the runic title on page one. Today, we wandered chapter one, An Unexpected Party. Now, fair warning, I'm not going to cover every detail, but rather I want to explore with you some key themes in the chapter itself. I'm assuming you're familiar with the story, and if not, go read the chapter and come back. To start with, let's look at the chapter title, An Unexpected Party. Immediately, we see Tolkien's love of languages come out in the wordplay of that title. Party has many definitions, including, according to Apple's dictionary, a social gathering of invited guests, and a group of people taking part in a particular trip. Both of these definitions apply. A party of dwarves and a wizard are about to coalesce at the unsuspecting Bilbo's house in order to start their adventure. And a social gathering is also occurring, albeit the guests, from Gandalf to the 14 dwarves, are not necessarily invited. Or were they? If we look at Bilbo's flustered responses to Gandalf when he's trying to dismiss the wizard from the doorstep, he says, quote, Please come to tea. Anytime you like. Why not tomorrow? Come tomorrow. Bilbo then reprimands himself for saying that but technically he did invite Gandalf to a party, which leads us to what kind of a party this was, an unexpected one. That word, unexpected, shows up several times in this chapter, almost as if Tolkien wanted to really drive that point home. Let's look at a few of those occurrences. The first one is when the narrator is introducing us to Bilbo's long and prestigious family history. The Bagginses, quote, never had any adventures or did anything unexpected. This lack of surprise, or spontaneity, goes so far that you knew how a Baggins would respond to a question before you asked it, which must have really flummoxed Bilbo, as the first question he is asked in this chapter is posed by Gandalf, quote, What do you mean? Do you wish me a good morning, or mean that it is a good morning, whether I want it or not, or that you feel good this morning, or that it is a morning to be good on? This question once again demonstrates Tolkien's linguistic abilities in trying to find an exact meaning of the phrase good morning, but it also reveals Bilbo's expected response, quote, all of them at once. The second occurrence of unexpected comes soon after the first, quote, this is a story of how a Baggins had an adventure and found himself doing and saying things altogether unexpected. This is the thesis statement for the book. Everything else that happens must be examined through this lens. And the first unexpected event. A wizard arrives on Bilbo's doorstep. When Bilbo finally remembers who Gandalf is, he says, quote, Not the fellow who used to tell such wonderful tales at parties about dragons and goblins and giants, and the rescue of princesses and the unexpected luck of widow's sons. This description of Gandalf is dripping in foreshadowing. It won't be long before Gandalf is again at a party telling tales of dragons and goblins but more than that, the unexpected luck of widow's sons. Bilbo's mother, Belladonna, was a widow. Her husband had passed eight years before she did, and the tale of this book is about one widow's son, Bilbo, having much unexpected luck. Fast forward to when the first dwarf arrives at Bilbo's door. Bilbo is at first surprised, then remembers his invitation to Gandalf. But when he arrives at the door, his unexpected, expected guest is not there. But the unexpected, unexpected guest walks in, quote, as if he had been expected. In similar fashion, the second dwarf also enters, quote, as if he had been invited. These party-going dwarves clearly thought they were invited, but Bilbo didn't know that, and this adds to the humor. After some time, Thorin is telling his backstory. He was adventuring far from the mountain when Smaug the dragon came. Thinking that all his people were lost, he says, quote, There, we were unexpectedly joined by my father and my grandfather with singed beards. Apparently, dwarves have a talent for showing up in places where they're not expected. Before we leave this theme, we need to contrast the chapter title with the title of Chapter 1 of The Fellowship of the Ring A Long Expected Party. There, we find a very different Bilbo, one who is 50 years older, yet hasn't aged, is much wealthier, and who can't wait to leave the comforts of home for an adventure. Also, interestingly enough, the one thing that Bilbo remembered about Gandalf when the wizard showed up at his door on that good morning all those years ago was Gandalf's fireworks, quote, made and designed by him. Let's switch gears to another theme in this chapter, a one-word motif that is practically synonymous with hobbits. Going back to the opening line that a hobbit lived in a hole in the ground, the narrator then describes nasty holes but then says, quote, it was a hobbit hole, and that means comfort. Yes, comfort. Comfy, cozy fires. Delicious comfort food. Relaxing flower gardens. The Shire is the very physical manifestation of comfort. Let's look closely at this theme, and in particular, Bilbo's descent from comfort to uncomfort. Very early in the chapter, we get this description of the Hobbit Hole, quote, a very comfortable tunnel without smoke. Bilbo is described as the, quote, second edition of his solid and comfortable father. Comfortable in this sense, likely because he was well secured in his finances. When Gandalf first says that he's putting together an adventure, Bilbo responds, quote, We are plain folk and have no use for adventures. Nasty, disturbing, uncomfortable things. So, according to Bilbo, what's the worst part of adventures? They make you uncomfortable. Not to mention, late for dinner. But Bilbo doesn't know that Gandalf has already selected him for an adventure. And as the wizard stares at him and puzzling this out, quote, Bilbo got quite uncomfortable. Ah, Bilbo's adventure has already begun. His uncomfort simply worsens as the first dwarf appears at his door. Quote, the silence that followed had become uncomfortable. However, Bilbo is not the only one who displays some uncomfort at this unexpected party. When Gandalf mentions the necromancer, Thorin shudders, and quote, all the dwarves shivered. But the bag inside of Bilbo gets the better of him, and the dwarves' strange song quote gave him very uncomfortable dreams. So to sum up this theme, Bilbo opens the chapter very comfortably in his comfortable Hobbit hole, smoking some comfortable smoke rings with brushed hair on his toes. But between Gandalf, the dwarves talk of dragons and strange music, Bilbo becomes more and more uncomfortable. Unfortunately for him, his uncomfort is just beginning, because he, by chance, is about to have an adventure. We'll get to that right after this break. We're not done yet. If you like this episode, please leave a review and share with your friends. And remember to subscribe if you haven't already. We'll be right back. The Hobbit, fundamentally, as we're told by the narrator, quote, is a story of how a Baggins had an adventure, even though a Baggins never did any sort of thing. However, Bilbo isn't simply a Baggins, he is also a Took on his mother's side. While the Took family was considerably richer than the Baggins family, they had an unusual quality about them, quote, once in a while, members of the Took clan would go and have adventures. How daring. This mixture of Baggins and Took inside of Bilbo goes back and forth throughout the whole chapter. And while Bilbo lived the life of a Baggins bachelor, his Took side, quote, only waited for a chance to come out. Here is that theme of chance again. We've covered extensively this theme in a previous episode, but as a reminder, Gandalf described his meeting with Thorin, that initiated the whole adventure, as a chance meeting, and an even more unlikely chance that a hobbit would go on that adventure, and still that that hobbit would find the One Ring, and give the good peoples of Middle-earth a chance to defeat the Dark Lord Sauron. The opportunity for Bilbo's took side to emerge came, quote, by some curious chance one morning long ago, when Gandalf the Grey appeared on his doorstep. Gandalf doesn't even hide his intentions, as he says, quote, I am looking for someone to share in an adventure. Bilbo was still a Baggins at this point, responding, quote, We are plain quiet folk and have no use for adventures. Bekendorf decides in the end, quote, I will go so far as to send you on this adventure. As four dwarves are talking around Bilbo's table, he grows concerned because the things they discussed, quote, sounded much too adventurous for Bilbo's liking. But two things happen that bring out the Took side inside of Bilbo. The first is the music of the dwarves. If you're anything like me on a cold, rainy day, this song starts playing in your head far over the misty mountains cold, to dungeons deep and caverns old. Maybe that's just me. Anyway, as Bilbo is listening to the dwarves sing, quote, The hobbit felt the love of beautiful things made by hands, and by cunning and by magic, moving through him. A fierce and jealous love, the desire of the hearts of dwarves. Then something Tookish woke up inside him, and he wished to go and see the great mountains, and hear the pine trees and the waterfalls, and explore the caves, and wear a sword instead of a walking stick. This is an unexpected reaction to the music, but it's not enough. Bilbo comes out of the trance to become, quote, plain Mr. Baggins again. The second event that happens is an insult from Gloin, father of Gimli. Quote, he looks more like a grocer than a burglar. That is the final straw for Bilbo. Quote, the took side had won he suddenly felt he would go without bed and breakfast to be thought fierce. Between these two things, the music that awoke a dwarvish love for beautiful things, and an insult, those were enough for the Took side to win. However, as Bilbo falls asleep, he was not now quite sure that he was going on any adventure in the morning. Let's bring this all together. Mythical stories like The Hobbit and The Lord of the Rings have a way of articulating truth in the human experience. Truth that we may otherwise stay unaware of. The Hobbit is a story of adventure, even unexpected adventure, that calls to us. When such curious chances arrive on our doorsteps, do we stay in the comforts of home, asking questions about quote, risks, out of pocket expenses, time required, and remuneration? Or do we take the key and map provided, whatever they may be, so that we can go see the mountains, explore the caves, and swap our walking stick for a sword? On his adventure, Bilbo finds himself, learns who he is, and grows to become something that the comforts of the Shire could have never produced. He finds meaning in his quaint existence on his adventure. That is the call to adventure. That is the responsibility of each of us. Next time, we'll explore how this chapter is adapted in Peter Jackson's movie, and see if the movie stands scrutiny to the spirit and message of Chapter 1, An Unexpected Party. Thanks for wandering middle Earth with me today. My friends, if you enjoyed this episode, let me know by subscribing, leaving a review and sharing with your friends. Follow me on Facebook or Instagram at more of the Rings podcast. For feedback on the show, please email me using the link in the show notes. Until next Thursday, remember not all those who wander are lost. Raise your hand if this has happened to you today. You're in the middle of work, you're knocking things off the to-do list, getting stuff done, and your kid asks you to play. Do you drop everything? Do you ask them to wait a minute? What do you do? If you're like me, you don't always say yes right away. The kid moves on, you get busy, and you forget to circle back around and play. An opportunity to make a memory has been lost and the dad guilt settles in. Not so anymore. I've developed a simple game that will enable you to take those small moments and have fun. It's called Dad's Adventure Dice Digital Edition. My five-year-old daughter asks me nearly every day, can we do Dad Adventure Dice? What follows are some quick rolls of the dice that lead to a fun activity with an intriguing twist. Within five or ten minutes, we've had a lot of fun, shared a lot of laughter, and made a memory together. Download your own Dad's Adventure Dice today. Visit store.adventures.dad to download yours. That's store.adventure.dad to download Dad's Adventure Dice.